Guess what, everyone? I have a treat for you. Since all of you helped out the other day with my nephew Nehemiah, I'm going to take all of you to the Big Burger. How does that sound? Sounds great. Awesome. Thank you, Mr. Matthews. Great. That's my favorite restaurant. I love their food. Let me call Miss Smith, and we can all go together. Welcome to Big Burger, home of the Big Burger. May I take your order? Yes, please. Um, I'll take the triple humongo jumbo hamburger with a side order of easy cheesy French fries and a moolah milkshake. And for dessert, I'll get um, let's see, a large hot fudge sundae with coffee ice cream, please. Thank you. Are you sure you can eat all of that? That's what the waiter said last time I went to a restaurant. I'm a growing 12-year-old boy. I need all the food I can get. Whatever you say, my friend. And what can I get for the rest of you? I'll have the champion chicken sandwich with an extra serving of awesome onion rings, please. Okay, I got that. Um, and I'll take the Kung Pao chicken fingers, please, and a small soda. Oh, that's delicious. You'll like it. Um, can I have the sizzling grilled chicken pasta with a? I think I'll get a side salad. Okay, sure. Mmm, that sounds good. I think I'll get the same thing you're getting, Peanut. Okay, and what would you like, sir? I'll take a、uh, super steak bumbo combo, and、uh, add a、uh, mula milkshake as well. Oh, could you make that chocolate? Okay, thank you, everyone. Your orders will be arriving shortly. Say, Mr. Matthews, guess what our memory verse is? I don't know, Joey. Can you tell me? It's Titus three five. Not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to His mercy He saved us by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost. Good job, Joey. In school today, I received a poem from one of my students, Winifred, and I thought I'd share it with you. It goes like this: Our Savior stopped beside a well, and there a woman passed that way. In Sychar she was pleased to dwell. Samaritans the Jews abhorred, yet Jesus asked a drink from her. He mentioned living water stored. Her questions soon began to stir. She said, 
But, sir, the well is deep, so how can you obtain it then? Our father Jacob watered sheep, his flocks and herds and all his men. The Savior told her of her sin. That poem reminds me of the passage in John 4, 7. There cometh a woman of Samaria to draw water. Jesus saith unto her, Give me to drink. That's right, Peanut. In that passage, the woman of Samaria is a picture of all who become saved because God will give his people the water of everlasting life. Actually, as John 4.14 continues, But whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. You see, by nature, everyone is a sinner, dead in trespasses and sins. So when somebody does become saved, it's always and only by the grace of God. Your food's ready. It's nice and hot, so be careful. Thank Thank you. Let's eat. I'm starved. Mm, They have the best milkshakes here. Uh, uh, Oh, sorry, Mr. Matthews. Uh, clean up on aisle three. I better get some napkins. Sorry, Mr. Matthews. I didn't mean to spill it on you. That's all right, Rudy. I forgive you. Besides, it was a little hot today, and I did need to get cooled off a bit. (laughs) (laughs) Is everyone finished with their meal? Uh, I'm stuffed. Yep, one second. Okay, we better get going now. We need to get back in time for Mr. G's Bible study. Um, Mr. Matthews, are you going to finish your milkshake? Well, thanks, Joey. Actually, I'm going to take it to go. Today, let's take another look at sin. We'll start off by looking at the account of Jacob and Esau. Rudy, can you read Genesis 25, 29, and 30? And Lizzie... If you can take verses 31 to 33, that would be great. Okay, Grandpa. Genesis 25, 29 through 30. And Jacob sought pottage, and Esau came from the field, and he was faint. And Esau said to Jacob, Feed me, I pray thee, with that same red pottage, for I am faint. Therefore was his name called Edom. Genesis 25, verse 31 through 34. And Jacob said, Sell me this day thy birthright. And Esau said, Behold, I am at the point to die. And what profit shall this birthright do to me? And Jacob said, Swear to me this day. And he swore unto him, and he sold his birthright unto Jacob. Then Jacob gave Esau bread and pottage of lentils. And he did eat and drink and rose up and went his way. Thus Esau despised his birthright. Thank you. This passage presents God's salvation program in the Bible. First of all, to better understand who Jacob and Esau represent, let's read Romans 9.13. As it is written, Jacob have I loved, but Esau have I hated. So as we look back to Genesis 25, we see that Esau is a picture of the unsaved, and Jacob is a picture of God's elect. Mr. G, does Hebrews 12:16 relate to what we're reading about in Genesis 25? Why, yes, Peanut. In fact, why don't you go ahead and read it for us? Okay, Hebrews 12:16 says, "Lest there be any fornicator or profane person as Esau, who for one morsel of meat sold his birthright." Thank you, Peanut. That brings up an excellent point. 
every time we read the Bible, we want to compare Scripture with Scripture, or spiritual things with spiritual, as God commands us. But back to Jacob and Esau. When God says in verse 30 that Esau's name is Edom, in Hebrew it comes from the word Adam. Like Esau, Adam is a picture of the human race, as we read in 1 Corinthians 15:22. Mark, can you read that for us? Sure. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 22. For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. Thank you, Mark. Can anyone tell me what the word red means in verse 30? Isn't it talking about the pottage? Well, actually, Aline, you're right about the pottage. We see that this pottage or soup is made of lentils. The word red here is also the same as the Hebrew word Edom. We looked at earlier, and it too is translated as Adam. So we see that both Edom and red comes from the Hebrew word Adam. The soup also identifies with the things of the world. By nature, all men are sinners and do not want to obey God. They reject salvation. They want the things of this world in order to satisfy themselves immediately, as Esau wanted the bowl of pottage. We see this in 1 John 2:16. Can you take that, Mark? I'd be happy to. 1 John 2, verse 16. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, and the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, is not of the Father, but is of the world. Mr. G, when God says, Behold, I was shapen in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me, in Psalm 51.5, it reminds me of what you said about Esau representing unsaved man. You're right, Peanut. From conception, every single human being has a sinful nature that despises God and is spiritually dead. Mr. G, why did Esau sell his birthright? That's a good question, Lizzie. The birthright was the right of the firstborn son to receive the greater part of his parents' inheritance. But what did Esau do with his birthright? Remember the verse Peanut gave, Hebrews 12:16b, Esau, who for one morsel of meat sold his birthright. So he sold his birthright for a bowl of soup? Yes, that's right, Lizzie. But the birthright is really a picture of Christ, who is the firstborn or the first to rise from the dead. So we learn from Genesis 25:34 that what Esau actually despised or hated was the Lord Jesus Christ, God himself. Can you read that again, Joey? Sure, Genesis 22:34. Then Jacob gave Esau bread and pottage of lentils, and he did eat and drink and rose up and went his way. Thus Esau despised his birthright. And this is the nature of unsaved man, to hate God and to hate the Bible, God's Word. You see, a person whom God has not drawn to himself is dead in their sins and despises Christ and his salvation as found in the Bible. They are only interested in things of this world. On the other hand, the true believer delights in the Word of God and wants to be more and more obedient to the Bible. Lizzie, can you say the memory verse one more time for all the boys and girls listening at home? Sure, Mr. G. Titus 3, verse 5. Not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy he saved us 
by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost. Mr. G., can I say the words to this faithful hymn that goes along with our memory verse? Sure. Go right ahead, Peanut. Okay. It goes, Not what my hands have done can save my guilty soul. Not what my toiling flesh has borne can make my spirit whole. Not what I feel or do can give me peace with God. Not all my prayers and sighs and tears can bear my awful load. Thy work alone, O Christ, can ease this weight of sin. Thy blood alone, O Lamb of God, can give me peace within. Thy love to me, O God, not mine, O Lord, to thee, can rid me of this dark unrest and set my spirit free. Thy grace alone, O God, to me can pardon speak. Thy power alone, O Son of God, can this sore bondage break. No other work save thine, no other blood will do. No strength save that which is divine can bear me safely through. Treasures from the Bible and Outreach of Bible Ministries International and Carol Family Radio, Oakland, California, 94621 USA. Today's program was number 079. The title is May I Take Your Order. May God richly bless you with His salvation. Thanks for listening and be sure and tune in next week when we'll learn something new from the Bible. Bye.